Hello, everyone. My name is Hank Suttala, and I'm here with Casey McBride for another amazing, fun, exciting episode of Stir Crazy Shamans. And the really cool thing is this is the first day we're actually live streaming to our official new channel. Uh, so definitely please like and subscribe and share with whoever you feel is going to get inspiration. Uh, from what we're talking about. Um, but basically this morning, I'm going to turn it right over to Casey because I'm at the center here. We just filmed a meditation and movement class, a shameless plug for another virtual offering we have here at the center. But Casey's going to be doing a little bit of messages and channeling, and then I'll hop back on and offer contribution too based on the energy of what's, uh, what comes through in the messages. All right. So yeah, um, for a little while now, I, well, uh, for a long time, I've uh, been communicating with my guides, and uh, whenever I would ask them a question, I would just get such clear uh, communication from them, and they always had just the perfect words for me, and was always so helpful. And um, one day, decided to try it for other people, and uh, on a one-on-one -on -one basis, it worked really well. So uh, a little while ago, I decided, why not try it uh, in general for with messages that might help all of us? Uh, so um, what I'm about to do is I'm going to uh, call in and ask uh, one of my guides, whoever decides to speak up, uh, to speak through me, to use me as the hollow bone of the vessel for these messages to come through. Um, and then uh, I'll ask a question, uh, right? So um, I think the question for today, well, let's see, what feels lightest? What could we all benefit from? Oh, also, if anyone has any comments during this, because I don't know exactly how long we're going to be before Hank gets back on, uh, then please just uh, send a comment. If you have a question that you think we could all benefit from, please ask, and I could channel a message. Um, otherwise, I'll go ahead and get started here. Uh, the question I think we'll ask is, hmm... For those of us experiencing more anxiety due to the uncertainty we feel around this quarantine so many of us are experiencing. What is the best way for us to proceed in order to experience more peace? So that's the general question, a little more specific. Um, how can we best proceed during this time of uncertainty during this quarantine? So I'll begin now. Actually, let me um, really quickly see if I can get this set up here. Sorry, bear with me. Okay. Just wanted to make sure I had all the comments so I can see when they do come through. All right, so without further ado. Great spirit, oneness, source, the universe. My guides, my angels, my animal guides, my plant guides, my ancestors, all of my guides of all shapes, forms, and sizes, please be with me now. Work with me and through me. Use me as the vessel through which your healing energy will flow, through which your wisdom and your words that might benefit myself and all of us for our highest good might flow. I ask the question now, how might we best proceed in these times of uncertainty during this pandemic?
This message is coming from my angel guides. Know that sometimes there is nothing to be done on the physical level. Especially in these times when so many of us are being asked to stay in our homes, not to go out into the world and be active. Sometimes it is not so important what we do in terms of our physical actions. Instead, focus on what is happening inside of you. We are being called now. We are being called by the planet, by our Mother Earth, and by the powerful energies in the universe. We are being called as a planet, as a collective, to wake up. Now is the time to awaken. For those who have put off focusing on their spiritual path, for those who have put off their growth and their development, who have used the excuse of being too busy, of having too much else to focus on, now is the time to wake up. Go within. When was the last time you asked yourself, who am I? Do you know who you are? And know that any answer that comes on the level of the mind is not the truth. Ask yourself, who am I? Who am I? And if you don't know who you are, if the answer that comes back is, I don't know, then you're in a wonderful place. It may not seem like it to you, but you are now open to receiving. And sometimes the greatest thing you can do in the moment is just to relax and be. We have the mindset that we always need to be accomplishing something. Even when we are still and not moving on a physical level, just lying in our beds. We feel that we must be accomplishing something, planning our next move, learning from what happened in the past. But the greatest, most powerful thing you can do in moments of stillness is just to be, to experience. And in just being without needing to interpret your reality, the truth of who you are will shine through. You will discover your essence, your true nature, by just allowing yourself to be. In this time when we are slowing down, doing less on a physical level, begin to do less on a mental, emotional level. See if just for a moment you can do so little 
that you don't even feel or think, that just for a moment you ask yourself, what would I be if I had not even my own thoughts? Would I still exist? Who am I? Experience. Do not answer with your mind, but experience directly. Who am I? It is time to wake up. Thank you. Thank you to my angel guides. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Does anyone have any questions? Seems like we've still got a little bit of time before we resume. So I'm gonna check in and make sure no one has mentioned, because I know sometimes we don't do it correctly or we set up the Facebook or we have comments when we're not aware. Does not look like it, I don't think. So we'll see, we'll go on and ask another question. Okay. So the next question for us, hmm. Does it need to be related to the pandemic? I don't think so. Hmm. Well, we were just talking about the mass awakening. Is there anything in particular other than focusing on who we are that we can do to aid others who might be just waking up for the first time, who may be confused during this process. So uh, the question I'm going to ask to my guides is, what can those of us who are more experienced and awake do to assist those who are just waking up for the first time? All of my guides, I please present this question to you. Use me as the hollow bone the vessel for your words and wisdom to flow. What can we do, those of us who are more awake and aware, what can we do to help those who are just waking up for the first time? This message is coming from one of the ascended beings that I work with. Be patient. Remember where you came from. Remember that we all had to go through our fair share of suffering, of confusion, in order to get where we are today. The process of awakening is very messy for most of us, much like the process of giving birth. It can be a painful, messy experience for us to wake up. And we need to see that those who are waking up for the first time may not always be doing so in a way that seems peaceful or seems conducive to awakening. They may seem very chaotic. They may seem to be spreading suffering. We may not even recognize it as awakening. 
And in truth, there's no real way for us to know whether or not that person is ready to wake up and is, in fact, in the process of their true awakening. And so, treat everyone as though they have the potential to wake up any moment. Think back on your own awakening process. In the time, there may have been a lot of suffering, but we can now look back fondly because we know that it led to a more perfect, peaceful, whole version of ourselves. So we can look back fondly on those memories, even the ones that seemed so intense at the time. We look back knowing that they were a part of this beautiful experience that we now have in this moment. So look fondly also upon those who are now in the process of awakening themselves. Look fondly upon them. Realize that the vast beauty of the universe is unfolding and awakening within them. It was always present, and now it is being born into form through the conscious mind of a human being. One of the most miraculous, incredible things that can happen in the entirety of the universe is occurring within these people. Have love for them. Look upon them fondly and care for them. Sometimes all we can do is listen in the moment, even if it's unpleasant or uncomfortable for us. Sometimes listening and holding the vibration of love and peace is enough to shift that person into a place where not only they are more peaceful themselves, but we may set them up to awaken by holding that space of peace, that high vibration. We can set the space for that person to fully awaken in that moment. And you don't know when that moment is coming around for any being. There's no way for you to know for sure. And so hold that space for everyone. Hold that space for everyone. Be the light, be the space. In a time where people are experiencing the messy process of awakening, be the pure light and joy that allows them to make the transition just a little more effortlessly and watch as the whole world awakens and a beautiful new reality unfolds in front of us. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you for the message. Does anyone have any particular questions? Hank, are we, are you there? <laughs> if not, I'll keep going. I'll ask another question. Let's double check. Okay. <sighs> so, Next question from Spirit. Um, <laughs> I'm kind of drawing a blank on this. So I think what Hank had mentioned was we were going to do uh, a little bit of uh, language of light. This is something 
that um, I didn't know was a thing <laughs> until just a uh, uh, a couple of well, last night actually, I, I found out it was something that more people than just I do. Um, I was talking to a friend of mine. I apologize. Give me one moment. The cat here is begging uh, to get in. She wants to be a part of the show, so we're going to have a friend with us today. <laughs> the background. This is Fiona, <laughs> and she gets very curious whenever I'm doing any kind of energy work or channeling or messaging, anything like that. She always wants to be a part of it, so. She's here now. Um, so I think I'm going to ask the question now of spirit. Um, uh, for those of us feel called or who work with the language of light, how can we use this to benefit not just ourselves, but all of those we encounter, all of those around us? How can we use the language of light to benefit all of us? I ask my spirits, oneness, source, consciousness, work with me, in me, and through me. I present to you the question for those of us who feel called to the language of light, how can we use it to benefit ourselves and others? I think this next message comes from Fiona the cat. <laughs> no, there's a being coming through that I have not worked with before. A being from somewhere in the upper realms, I think. But not one that I recognize. Not a form or a race of beings that I recognize. Thank you for being here. What is your message for us? <laughs> the language of light is a powerful thing for those who have access to it. It takes a certain level of openness to be able to receive something as pure and spontaneous as the language of light. Not many people on this planet are ready and in that space where they can receive this language. And for those of us who can, it is important that we develop a pure relationship with it. The language of light is a tool through which we can communicate with words things that are far beyond words. Even for those of us who are listening, most of us would never be able to translate the things that we speak into 
words in our own native tongue. We would never be able to translate it into our own language. But the energy behind the words, the songs, is a way of transmitting more information than we could possibly transmit if we were to sit and talk and try to explain these things over years and years. We can communicate more energy, more information than if we were spending years sitting down and talking with a person. So the language of light is very, very powerful. Be wise about when you use the language of light, for not all are ready to receive it. And for those who are so blocked off to the language of light that they may react in a negative way, that they may become more contracted in response to hearing it, that is not wise to present it to them. So use your discretion. Use your discretion when sharing the language of light. But do not let that discourage you. Allow the language of light to flow when you feel called to allow it to flow, whether you're sharing it with the person you're most intimate and comfortable with, or whether you're sharing it with a wide audience of the entire world. When you feel comfortable to share it, you will know and it will be right. So share when you feel called to share, but do not force the language of light on anyone. And do not force yourself to use the language of light when it does not feel right. It will flow when it wants to flow. Treat it with respect, be open to it. Develop a relationship with the language of light. A relationship that allows you to be open and receive and never judge. And as you begin to understand this tool more and more, you will realize that it can be used for the most powerful healing language of light is indeed a tool for healing and growth and to aid the awakening of the planet. So use it. Use it for the good of all, for your own growth and development, for the growth and development and healing of the entire world. And don't be afraid. Embrace it, love it, accept it. For some of us, we may be uncomfortable sharing the language of light with others. And if you're not ready to share it, that's entirely okay. Continue to develop your own relationship with it. But do not be afraid of the judgment of others. Yes, have discretion and don't share it with those who aren't ready. But also realize that many, many people are and can benefit if we can get over our own fears, our own discomforts and embrace language of light, realizing it's a very real and powerful thing.
then we can benefit so many people. So open up, embrace it, and share it with those who are ready. Don't be afraid. Accept the language of light. Learn, grow. We love you. We love you. We love you. Thank you. Thank you, thank you. Well, that was very helpful for me. <laughs> I didn't, uh, um, that was much more than I knew about the language of light before channeling that message. So that was, that was um, very helpful. I didn't even know it was, I mean, I guess I could have extrapolated that it was a tool for healing and transmitting information, but I certainly didn't have that um, conceptual knowledge. Let's see how we're doing here. Anyone have any comments, any questions they would like me to ask? Any at all. So I don't see anything coming through in the feed. It's a message to Hank and see what's going on. Okay, I guess we'll continue to channel messages. <laughs> we'll just continue to have fun. So what did we touch on so far? The pandemic, how to assist those who are awakening, the language of light, what direction are we moving in? Okay, so, oh, there's Hank. <laughs> I was just trying to uh, figure out what the next question was going to be. Yeah, um, I, I was uh, just finishing up. I'm sorry that I couldn't be present with everyone sooner. That's all right. <laughs> uh, but one thing I, I wanted to bring up, because we didn't really create a context for what channel messages are, and I heard you talking about the last one about light language. So what exactly, how would you explain channeling to someone so people have a little context about what you're doing right mm, now? Yeah, yeah, that could have that could have been a better place to start from. Um, well, it, it may have been, but this morning was kind of chaotic because I was finishing up with another event, and uh, I have to learn virtually 